when you think of poverty in Jamaica, you're not thinking to that level. Yeah, at least you have two pairs and two At least you have a little two pairs. At least you're bedding on money and them things there. Yeah, jumping on a river. <laughs> what up what up what up hey everybody hi people i am maria and i am shanice and this is our podcast cinema chicks we want to remind you guys right now to like subscribe comment share let other persons know that hey you guys need to listen to cinema chicks because they're awesome they're so cool <laughs> their perspectives so today we're discussing another netflix film yes we are it is white tiger right this movie was actually suggested to us by one of our followers on instagram hopefully she's a subscriber big up to our follower who made a suggestion we'd love to take anybody else's suggestion right you guys can leave your suggestions in the comments or send us a dm on instagram let us know which movie, which series you guys are interested in hearing about. Now, this movie is based in India. I would basically say it's a story about good versus evil. <laughs> and it's a rags to riches story. Mm -hmm. Where we're following the life of this poor boy who goes by the name of Balram right so i just want to give us a background mm -hmm. it is based in india it is set in india we're looking at the life of a lower class um individual who is basically at the bottom of the caste system yes, yes. and we see him early on in life where he showed a lot of potential in school um and they said that he he was the white tiger of of the class because he i guess it's, it's trying to say that he was showing potential and they, they kind of mm. compared it to an actual white tiger where it's basically like a one in a million type of thing but then he ended up having to leave school early because of family obligations his father died and he had to start working because they couldn't afford to pay for school anymore right so then he was taken out of that so he had to find another way to progress but he was very proactive and he knew that he wanted more than just doing the regular old simple jobs as most of the other persons in his community would do. Right, so he actually went out and sought this job that, of, of becoming a driver to a wealthy family. It seemed as though he was determined to make it out of the slums that he grew up in very determined right so unlike his brother and his grandmother who comfortably lived in the in the state that they were in mm -hmm. he was always of the mindset that i need to get out of here and he was always looking for an opportunity to get out of the slums and mm -hmm. i think at one point in the movie he finally found the opportunity and made the most of it at that time he saw the family of the landlord oh, yes. to his community the, the the poor community that he lived in the, the the landlord's family would come ever so often collect the money from these people and he'd see them come in these big cars and you know they're wealthy and then one day he saw the son of the the father the big man the landlord the man who come in to come take your money mm -hmm. 
and he said I'm gonna be that guy's driver this is my chance shows up at the landlord's house goes on his knees literally and begs to be the driver this is his start yes he was so determined to be the driver he was so <clears throat> determined to get out of his situation that he didn't need but he was the second driver right so they had a f the first driver who was there for many years <clears throat> i think he said he was there for like 10 years would just give him like random tasks around the house to just like clean this wipe that do whatever which is not driving and shanice do you do you remember how it is that he got rid of him because he had something on him right okay so the in the beginning part there were themes of religion like strong strong yeah. themes of religion and um i don't know the exact culture in india so i don't want to speak too much on it but yeah. it seemed as though the first driver was a muslim and the masters the ones who hired him to be the driver mm -hmm. never liked muslims i don't know why um i don't feel like that was really explained in the movie but there seems to be some kind of dislike for muslims and he was hiding the fact that he was a muslim mm -hmm. and balram followed him one day and found out that he was a muslim and basically held that against him mm -hmm. i don't quite remember what happened to the first driver he first driver was supposed to take the the son and the son's american wife to delhi and then at this point balram said no i'm going to take them to delhi this is my opportunity to now go even further into this job make some even even more money and make something even better for myself so he he basically blackmails the first driver and we, we never saw what he said to him but we know that it was a threat to basically reveal his secret because he had to change his name to he had to, the first driver had to change his name in order to even have gotten this job because i do background checks into you when we say background checks we know like is one one gangster man going to your family community and asking questions and finding out who you are such and such so for him to even have gotten there he had to change his name lie about his name and i guess who his family is where he came from because if they would have found out that he is a muslim or whatever religion he was he would never have gotten a job so balram blackmailed him and said i'll reveal the secret right right <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about balram as a character balram at first was likable because he seemed very innocent okay he seemed very innocent and he wasn't tainted by the evils of what comes with wealth and high class. He didn't know anything about that. He didn't know anything about money. He didn't know anything about status. He didn't know anything about how you keep those things. And so he wasn't tainted by it. I would definitely agree with that. I would definitely agree because there's a point in the movie where we see that shift yeah where we see him shift from being the innocent balram so innocent in fact that he was naive to a lot of things yep at one point in the movie we see that he had never brushed his teeth before that's what that meant that's what that was oh my god he was so poor that really? he yes that was the first time he was so he was actually vexed Mm -hmm. with his father 
for never teaching him to brush his teeth. Jeez, um, when him open up the screen with him teeth, <laughs> <laughs> and him a brush, and him just says something, I said, I want this man. <laughs> okay, brush him teeth. But you, him didn't make a comment like luxury or something. I don't remember what it was, and I said, all right, him just a brushing teeth. Yeah. But that just goes to show you the level of poverty. I want to go even lower. It's even lower than poverty. It, it, it's lower than that because when you think of poverty in Jamaica, you're not thinking to that level. Yeah, at least you have two pairs. At two least you have like a two pairs. At least you're burning on money and them things there. Yeah, jumping a river. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you need to do. Yeah, it was that bad. It was so bad and it just made me think about really how the caste system in india is you know that india is like what is it the most populated yeah, country i would say yes. that's that country or that's China. what i think yes um and and you know that you know like everywhere you have upper class middle class lower ca- class yeah but to watch this movie make you realize like how bad the social classes are yeah. You know that you know that they have a caste system and you know that you have this hierarchy and all of that but but watching this movie for real really opened my eyes mm-hmm. to just how terrible it was yeah but balram i feel sorry for him because as you said in the beginning he was very smart and the teacher mm-hmm. saw that in him and thought that he was going to make it this is a white tiger he's one in a million yeah this kid has what it takes to go far and for that to be ripped from him mm-hmm. because his family couldn't pay couldn't afford to pay school fee mm-hmm. but you know that it is terrible but you know that's the reality for not only like the lowest of the lows that's the reality for just like a regular lower class families for some people even in jamaica sometimes you have to just come out of school early and just start working you're not able to get your full education and so the cycle continues because you just you can't do anything better for yourself he compares poor people to chickens in a coop Mm -hmm. and he there's the analogy of the chickens being right there and seeing when the farmer takes one chicken out and chops the head off they know that they're next Next. Mm -hmm. and they don't run away when the farmer reaches his hand into the coop they because know that they know that it's coming and yeah. they've accepted their fate yep so that's kind of what happened is that you you're know. you're in this this slum this ghetto and you don't have the money and it's almost as if you don't even think that there is money available like mm-hmm. there are other options like you can ask or get it from here or get it from there you're just of the mindset that this is what happens and you that just this never, is life yeah and that it is kind it of happened like, to my father it happened to my mother it happened to yeah so we're just not going to afford school and that's just what happens and then we go work that's and just how it exactly. goes exactly and it's like you're not even thinking so he that's why i said he was kind of proactive and business-minded in a way because it's like he's thinking he is one of the only persons probably in his community who thinks that no i don't need to just do this right. i can do he better. was he was aware he was self-aware yes right so he was aware that he was in the 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 chicken coop mm-hmm. but he never wanted to be slaughtered yep 
So he was trying to get away from that kind of mentality. Yep. What I want to talk about politics and corruption. Okay. It's everywhere. Yes, and it was a big theme in this movie as well. And as, and this is where Balram now starts to get a taste of what it's like to, to maintain this kind of wealth and to maintain your status. Right, because when he was new to the house, mm -hmm. I think the prime minister, was she? Was she? Um, whatever, yes, something, whatever the equivalent to prime minister is, yes. Right. So he, this is his first time seeing this type of wealth. He's not used to seeing how they socialize, what they do, how they keep their money and so on. And so he's fresh and new to this environment and he's seeing them interact with this notable yes. person. Because he actually looked up to her, yes. this woman, yes. because she came from the same class as he did. Oh, yes. And he had a, I think he even had a post of her right. back in his community. And everybody looked up to her and praised her and said, look, she did it and she, she made something of herself. And then she comes to the house now with the wealthy family he's working for. And she just downright corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like this, is, he's like, this is the lady you're looking up to. This actually now that we're going back through it, these are seeds that are being planted in Balram's head. head. Mm-hmm. He's like, she made it out. Mm -hmm. And then him find out, oh, but she's corrupt. That's how she make it out. Mm -hmm. But he's, he, he stuck to his innocence for a long time. For you a know. very long time. He was time. very observant. Yes. And he, he noted. Stood back. Mm -hmm. He stood back, right, and was very observant. He noted a lot of things, but he never acted on it until very late. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I feel like he's a lot smart. of things triggered it too. Yeah. I don't think he was going to act on it. I mm -hmm. think he saw these things and he was just thinking, that's how rich people act, yeah. this is how poor people act. Mm -hmm. But there are a series of things that kind of trick set him off. Well, they were paying them. They, yeah. they said that they were paying them so that they don't have to pay taxes. Because mm -hmm. even at one point in the movie, when Balram was hallucinating and we see his father drive up beside him in the car. Yes. And was saying like, they don't pay their taxes. They're yes. robbing us. Exactly. And I think that is when him decides. Actually, yes, I agree with you. That is when him decides that, oh. Yes. Watch our going make a switch on them now. <laughs> them robbing us? Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Him just decides that, all right, I'm going to rob them back now. <laughs> There's one character called Pinky who's played by Priyanka Chopra mm -hmm. Jonas. Yeah, she was a little bit oblivious as well to um, what she was coming back into, getting into in India in because India. she met the, um, the landlord's son mm -hmm. who she's now married to. She met him while he was in school in, in America. She grew up in America. She's Indian. But she grew up in America, and so she's not familiar with caste system and the rules of the status and this and that. But they fell in love, got married, and then they came back to India. She was only significant in showing the Western world and and the opinions of of what it's like on the other side of the world. Her character was just there to compare and remind you that life isn't like this everywhere. Mm. 
so she was just pointing us to the fact that a lot of things that were happening were a little bit ridiculous like if it was elsewhere if we were in the western world these things wouldn't be happening in the way that it is necessarily and that's the only significance she had to me i agree with you in that she her character was put there to contrast the two worlds mm-hmm. in india the woman is just supposed to sit and smile mm-hmm. and she was very opinionated right. and she always made it clear like this is what i want whatever mm-hmm. and also she was against the way they treated the employees correct so she was like you, you wouldn't be able to treat somebody like this in america mm-hmm there are laws that prevent you from doing that and mm-hmm. so and so she was kind of supposed to have a conscience yeah little bit. i mean she did mm. <laughs> because all right so a significant thing that happened in the movie mm-hmm. is it was her birthday they went out she and her husband went out to this club they were drinking having fun and it was time for them to go back home but naturally they don't drive themselves anywhere they have a driver balram she comes out drunk and decides that she won't drive she 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 basically tell balram get out of the car she actually left him on the side of the road at first speed off and then she come back eventually and then she still she's still driving mm-hmm. while they're driving you know they're singing and laughing and chatting not really concentrating she's drunk and she hit over an unidentified person still don't know who the person is kills the person and they then balram comes out and decides that you know nobody's nobody saw what happened let's just go and she's freaking out she, you know she's still in her state and balram takes back over the driving they go home and she was having a hard time dealing with that because she wanted to come clean but um you know like i think she wanted to take the person to the hospital yes but they decided like no let's just go away because we would you know we don't know what's going to happen from here balram's reaction immediately after he gets them out of that situation was that he, he was, was satisfied yes he was proud of himself for yes. getting them out of the situation and he was yes. so happy that he yes. he 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 handled a difficult situation so well. He served his master well. He served his master so well. And but he was the happy point, about the it. point I want before we move on with that point, the point I was going to make is in terms of her having a conscience. Mm-hmm. Sure she was battling with it. Mm-hmm. Um and she eventually leaves India because she couldn't deal with the thought of living there and not confessing. Mm-hmm. When she leaves, she gives Balram an envelope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. With how much was it? Seven thousand. Seven thousand three hundred dollars. Um, rupees. rupees. Mm-hmm. And then we see him a couple of days after that walking around, pacing, saying. She only gave this is three months salary less seven hundred dollars yeah why did she give me three months did she put ten and decide to did take, take off and, and 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 maybe maybe you know the fact that she thought i was worth ten would mean that i was worth three times more than that and he's like pacing questioning why did she give me this amount he was so he got so pissed he, i don't know if it was pissed i think he was confused why did she give me this money 
What is this about? Yes. I think he, I think he was pissed off. I think he realized at that moment. Well, let's go back. When I saw them hit the person, get out the car, the two masters, quote unquote, mm -hmm. wanted to go and see what the person how the person was, whether or not they can carry the person to the hospital. It was Balram, really, who wanted to leave the person there. Yeah. And we can only assume, based on what we saw in the movie before, mm -hmm. that it was one of those street children who are selling the little toys oh. that come out at the stoplights. Mm, I never made any assumption as to who it was. I had assumed that it was a little girl, mm -hmm. right? And I'm saying to myself, is it that Balram at this point is thinking that he's better than where he came from? Like he's not, he's not that level anymore. We don't need to care. Nobody cares about those people. Mm -hmm. And he did say it. Nobody's really going to care that this child died. Mm -hmm. They're probably just relieved the family of one more um, person to be responsible oh for. Mm -hmm. And so he was kind of like, nobody's really going to care. Let's get back in the car and let's just go. This is not a rich person's child. This mm. is somebody from the slums. Nobody's going to make a big hubbub about it. And nobody did. Yeah. Nobody did. It wasn't, they, they were not on a hunt for the killers of this child. Yeah. They, well, not that we know of. But um, I agree with what you're saying. Before, when I was watching it, that wasn't my thought. My thought was just that he's trying to impress his masters. Like, look what I can do in, 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 in under stressful situations. <laughs> and I, look what I did for you. Kind of like making it as if he's thinking that they would be indebted to him now. Like, oh, look, I saved your life. Yes, yes. In a way. Because yes, he was, was that oblivious. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree with you on that. I don't disagree with you on that. I think there there were those two things playing, probably. Mm -hmm. it, but you are you you are on the head with it. You hit the nail on the head with it. But I feel like there was more in play. Right. Um. So after that happens, Balram, as we said, feels so good in himself, mm -hmm. and then we see where the landlord calls him into the house and starts treating him so nice mm -hmm. so of course him just puff up even more now yeah. he's like wow yes they're impressed with me as well <laughs> <laughs> even the mean son like me they're giving me what i've been offering him, like chips or something yeah and it feel good he's like all right yes yeah okay. like this is what i this is what i did that for yeah, yeah. better treatment everybody love me now okay mm -hmm. and he goes and he sits and then basically unfold um, a contract. Um, and tell him to read it. Tell him to read it aloud. Tell him that he's going to sign the contract. And tell him to read it for them to hear. And so him start reading it. And realize that he's basically admitting. He's reading his confession, his confession. that they wrote. Right. To, to hitting the person and being the only person in the car. So he reads. And he starts by saying, I, Balram, whatever his last name was, um, was driving on X road on X date. I was the only one in the vehicle. And 
I hit basically his confession. Mm-hmm. In the middle of it, though, he stops and he's like, "Wait, what's happening?" Yeah. And they're like, "No, man, don't worry, don't worry. Yeah, just, just keep just reading. Keep reading, man. Don't worry, don't worry." He doesn't say anything. He just takes. He takes the contract, signs it. And leaves the he's room, still in the poverty state of mind. Mm-hmm. He's still a, a chicken in a coop. Because point. what we need to explain at this point is that early on in the show, they showed us what happens to a servant who servant's family. No, a servant mm-hmm. and his family. Okay, yes. Who does not cooperate? They actually said it was if you steal from the master, but generally you can put it towards if you don't cooperate with your master. Yes. They showed us what happens. You get killed, your family gets killed. It's just as simple as that. And you're poor, so nobody's really going to care. Nobody's going to care. So at that point, he's grappling with that thought. If I don't sign this, I'm not only dead, but... My family is dead too. So it's kind of like a trap. He just forever trapped. Or so, at least that's how he feels. Mm-hmm. He thought they were going to replace him and he got paranoid about that. One thing though that we didn't explain is that the story is being told by Balram in the future or present day. And he's explaining his story as to how he got to where he is right. now. It's a flashback movie, basically. In the present day, while he's telling his story, you see him. Obviously, he looks wealthy, has on a nice clothes, so you know that you know he made it to a point where you know he's living life. Mm. But at one point, he was holding a wanted piece of paper with his picture on it. Mm-hmm. And they show that he was wanted for murder. Now, when I saw that picture, I automatically assumed that it was the murder of the girl that the person that, that got, got killed in the car, the car accident. Yeah. Right? And I thought that they used that confession eventually. I thought so too. And that's why they want he was now a wanted man. I thought so too. <laughs> Little did we know Balram eventually Balram eventually turned real bad man <laughs> and say F all this BS. Yes. Y'all stealing from us. Yes. It's time for us to steal from you. Mm-hmm. Y'all killing us it's time for us to kill you. So he set up in plan. You have to be very strategic with, with the way you're going to go about killing your master. Yeah? Yeah. Very strategic. And remember that he was so observant. He did see the man him to drive the master many places with his big bag of money. Him, him and he know that he need money, you know. If he's going to do this, he's going to need money. Mm-hmm. So one evening when him driving him master with a bag of money him the night before rather he may take up a bottle we saw him standing up beside but this we're not pile. Yet, you have to tell them sir mm-hmm. the same politician lady mm-hmm. that we saw in the beginning won an election again yeah and had a meeting with him master yeah where she basically 
said to him, because him say him want to help her out, give her a little donation. She said, meet me at so-and-so hotel with four million rupees. Mm. So, Balram in on the front of the car. Drive, him hear that. So, he know that there's a sure four million dollars that's going to be in the car uh, on X date. Yes. So, I'm plan up for that. Plan up now. Plan up for the day because I know I'm going to need this money. The night before he drives him to this, he's driving him to this place with a bag of money. You see a pile of bottles. Yes. Uh, liquor bottles. Yes. Whatever bottle it, don't even matter. He take it up and he smash it into a wall. And take up a particular bottle. Mm. I want to make the point. Yeah. Take up a Johnny Walker <laughs> liquor bottle. It's significant. It's significant Why? because at one point in the movie, Balram was teething from him, masters. Yes, we should have gotten gotten into that before we reached this part now, because eventually him turn and right. him start learning how to be crooked. Yes, him following all the other drivers. Taxi drivers, yeah, him go to them. I mean, go to them and him say, "How are you making extra money?" Mm-hmm. And them tell him the little mm-hmm. ways on the side, and you sell gas here, and you. Mm-hmm. You run robot taxi basically mm-hmm. and you make a little extra money. So him start to now become a little crooked. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when he was making that extra money, him say <laughs> at one point him driving in the car and him say, Yes, my belly was finally getting fat now. Like you saying <laughs> rich man have big belly. And but still the money that he was making on the side wasn't even enough. To buy him one bottle of Johnny Walker. Mm. Never heard about that. Yeah, him did say that. So I thought it was very significant <laughs> when he was plotting to kill this man <laughs> and then take up the empty Johnny <laughs> Walker bottle. Yeah! And broke it and said, This is good. That bottle here must off. <laughs> it's so expensive and that bottle there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So you can continue. <sighs> and take out the Johnny Walker bottle now. Smash it so it, you know obviously it's glass. Yeah. So you have the little pieces of glass sticking up. And put it in the back of the vehicle and cover it. Didn't they cover it with nothing? I'm not thinking they cover it. I don't it. think him did even cover it with nothing. Him they just put it at the back of the vehicle. And then the next evening him drive now for a drop off in master with a bag of money. And him stop. It's nighttime, road empty and it's raining hard. Yeah come out of the car and him say oh something wrong with the wheel at the back come and check it out and the master don't want to come out of the car yes, and said, no man we can't no man leave that come yeah he's like no if we work together yeah. we can just change it and whatever so come out of the car now the master and looking under the wheel and at first i thought he was going to chicken out i thought so too <laughs> And choke him. Balram said, "This now, honey. Stab him in shoulder. Stab him. Stab him. Must be three times. Then flip him over. Flip him over. 
and then slicing shorts. Right cross in One slice with the buckle. Mm. Done him. Just like that. Jesus, please. I never thought he had it in him. No, I didn't think so either. Although, even though he was getting cooked, I was like, Balram can't do it. I never think he was going to do it. I thought he was just going <laughs> to the money and like... And leave him on the outside. Yeah, like and, like, and be on the run forever. Yeah. That is what I thought. That he was just going to go on the run. Now, guys, at this point... We also realize that Balram don't care about him family no more. Let me tell you what happened. Because I ended up watching the second half of the movie. Twice. The second time. Mm-hmm. And I realized that at one point in the movie, Balram's cousin shows up. His nephew. His nephew. Mm-hmm. nephew shows up with a letter from his grandmother. Mm-hmm. Saying that she sent the cousin on a bus and Balram must teach him how to be a driver so that he can make money to send home for the family. Mm-hmm. And she also said that she organized a wedding for Balram so he must come back home mm-hmm. so that he can marry the girl that she organized for him to marry. And if him don't come back home, she will write a letter to him masters explaining everything to them and basically force him to come back home mm-hmm. to get married. I feel like that scared the living crap out of Balram. Yeah. Because I feel like at that point in the movie is when he started to get extremely paranoid. I think he was killing two birds with one stone, literally. He was tired of the looming of his grandmother on his life as well. Mm -hmm. The looming of his past, always there trying to pull him back in. So, him killed the master. Mm -hmm. So, he don't have no master no more. And the master's family will kill the family and get rid of that past. (laughs) So, him can move on clean slate. Jesus. Two birds, one stone. Well, that one, is exactly what happened. One Johnny Walker bottle. The he, he's on, he runs away mm-hmm. to Bangalore to start a new life. He starts a taxi company. Taxi yeah. business. But first of all, we see that he learned from his masters because right. the very first thing he did was to go to the police station, mm-hmm. throw the bag, well he said it wasn't all of the money, throw the bag of money, in front of the police officer and say what you can do for me but one significant part i think balram was narrating to us basically what he was typing on the computer he was writing a letter to uh chinese chinese I think they said he was from china chinese um oligarch or some some politician from mm-hmm. china um <clears throat> telling him his life story so that's why we're seeing his life story play out yeah based on that narration Balram goes to this hotel where the Chinese man is is basically coming out of his limo and going into mm-hmm. and introduces himself. I'm the white tiger. I'm the yes. one who sent you the letter. Yeah. The man looks at him. What would you say his face was? Like with this ghost. <laughs> like, you think he can talk to me? Yeah. In the end, he, uh, um, he breaks the fourth wall where he talks about yeah. Other Indian movies and how at this point when the servant kills his master he has nightmares and he's unable to live with the fact that he's killed him. But look at me. I'm fine. I'm thriving. I'm the white tiger. I never liked that end. 
I think that was representative of who Balram has become. His nephew still looks very young. Yes. So this is not too far in the future. No. So the fact that it's just a few years after uh, he kills his master. To me, it leaves room for him still being found out. With that kind of ending, we see where there's some kind of greed in him now. Mm. The riches make him greedy and we're going to see him want more. And I feel like there's going to be a second part to this movie where him going to want to take down somebody else. It was a full Indian cast yeah. and so we're seeing a lot of new actors, fresh actors. The guy who played Balram did a very good job at that and i would love to see him in more movies yeah um i appreciated the fact that this was an indian movie and it wasn't bollywood or anything you know i'll give it an 8.5 i liked it i'll give this one an 8 if you've reached this far or comment a taxi okay comment a taxi also if there were any points in the movie that you liked and we never mentioned bring it up down below we can um engage in a conversation with yes, you yes guys we we don't have enough time when we do these podcasts to talk about everything that happens in the shows or the series that we watch but we can continue the conversation with you guys in the comments subscribe share do all those nice fun things mm -hmm. and um we'll see you guys next week thanks for <laughs> tuning in